0: This is solid talk.
1: Speaking out loud. Yeah, depth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. And from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. God
0: bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is Solid Talk, speaking out loud in depth. I'm joined yeah. by my sister. Stephanie, you want to say hello to everybody, What's sis?
2: What's up, fam? How y'all doing out there?
0: Praise the Lord. Praise Thanks the Lord. God. So Stephanie here to make sure I don't get canceled tonight.
2: <laughs> never. Um, never that.
0: The title of tonight's solid talk says, ladies, are you a gift or an object? Are you a gift or an object? So since I want to open up by talking a little bit about the article that I wrote this week. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I've been thinking about this article a lot today, kind of mentally preparing for tonight's solid talk. And I was wondering if, excuse me, I was wondering if if I was like too hard on her or if I wanted to go back and tweak it a little bit or soften it up a little bit, maybe even delete it a little bit. And what I want to do really quick, sis, is I just want to kind of fill people in for anyone who didn't read the most recent blog entry. Of what I was actually discussing. So there's an actress. Mm-hmm. Her name is Christina Hendricks. She played on the show called Mad Men.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, did you ever watch that show? I didn't. Okay, because did. I know you like those old those I shows, do. Victorian. Yeah, I do. Like, I do,
2: but I've never I never watched Mad Men.
0: Okay, yeah. Well, I used to watch Mad Men. I used to like Mad Men a lot. Mm-hmm. It was One of my favorite shows at the time. And Christina Hendricks played the secretary who worked in the office. Mm-hmm. She was a, well, she is a, a very um, shapely woman mm-hmm. and her character kind of had this sex appeal about her. Right. And so when she recently had an interview, she was talking about that show's success mm-hmm. and how th- in the beginning it was kind of all about the guys, mm-hmm. The guys, you know, are setting trends. People are bringing these type of suits back, bringing the skinny ties back and all of this Mm -hmm. different type of stuff. And initially she was saying that the females didn't really get as much notoriety. Right. And then she said when they did start kind of getting notoriety, she was getting a lot of questions basically asking about her bra. Yeah. Now, I understand why that can be upsetting. Right. Right. Because it's like you're going to work, you're mm-hmm. putting in the same amount of hours mm-hmm. as everybody else. You're learning your lines. You're right. getting into the your character. Yeah. The challenge I have with what she said, because what she said actually got into this discussion about um, sexism and mm-hmm. sexual harassment. And then it yeah. kind of dovetailed into this idea of uh, objectification. hmm so one of the things I want to talk about tonight is the idea of objectifying women, mm-hmm. objectifying women. And the challenge that I have with her position is that she basically achieved a lot of her success as a making herself a sex object. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as a seductress, Right. you know, before she even became an actress, mm-hmm. she was actually a model. Yes. So she would take risque photos, not mm-hmm. anything from what I've seen too crazy, but like enough to where, like, if I was looking at it at my job,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> or
0: like if uh, if I had a wife and she walked in, I'd be like, "Honey, I can explain." Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, something like that. <laughs> so help me to understand if I'm seeing this clearly, just in this particular example. Then we're gonna talk about overall.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: To me, it seems a bit hypocritical to make yourself into or to feed into the idea of being objectified to feed into the idea of presenting yourself as a sex object for for lack of a better phrase I don't even know the right the right word to even say it right yeah but and then but then to complain about it when other people bring it up right yeah um am I missing something in that no Okay,
2: <laughs> I mean, I just feel like that's what she's—that's what she's here for. Mm-hmm. You read, you read the script, you knew the part, you knew the role. Mm-hmm. It was the role of a seductress. You still auditioned,
0: mm-hmm. right?
2: You know what I mean. And I do understand what she was saying because I did check out the, um, the Guardian article after you mentioned it in the blog. <laughs> um, I understand that she's saying like this: this is a role that I played. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This isn't me, Christina, but. At the same time, to a certain extent, you were willing to play this role. So you have to come, you have to take what comes along with playing that type of part.
0: Right. And I believe the lesson that needs to be learned in this is that specific, well, I'll say it this way. When a woman leads with seduction, mm-hmm. that's what people receive from her. And I guess her point is yeah. that, you know, there's way more to me than that. There's way more to my my character than that and all of this different type of stuff. But it may not feel like that's how it should be. It may not feel like, OK, it's the right thing. I'm not even necessarily justifying the people that do it, but that's just how it is that when someone leads with seduction, that's the main thing that people begin to see you as one of the consequences of presenting yourself that way is that folks don't take you seriously
2: and that's and that would be my my take on it you know what i mean like physical appearance is the first thing that you notice about a person um if you look like a hoe I mean, just just straight up. I got like, you. if I got you, you if you look like a hoe, people are gonna talk to you and treat you and assume that mm-hmm. you are. I don't, maybe I shouldn't say hoe.
0: No, you do your thing. You know it's, what I mean? <laughs> out. You just said it. You don't. I'm just saying. The I think I, I, when, <laughs> I,
2: when I when I used to like um stand up comedy.
0: Uh huh.
2: Um, and I I still enjoy comedy, but I try to you know keep it keep it clean. In any event, I remember some comedian. I don't even remember who it was, but he's like you know you in the, you in a, a certain environment you dressed a certain way but then you're offended when people approach you in the way that what you look like yeah. so if you are not that type of female why you present yourself that way right. you know what i mean if you you can't have everything out and then expect for me to look at your face or look expect for them to look at your face mm-hmm. you know what i mean i mean like cleavage for days but you want me to keep my eyes up here mm-hmm. You know, the tightest, shortest dress you could find, but, like, don't look at your legs. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's conflicting, you know. Um,
0: now, here's the deal. She, so, she's a very shapely woman, any way you look at it, right? But I believe the scripture says, to whom much is given, much is required. So, there's a responsibility sometimes that comes with the things that we're given. And I, I'm looking at a few comments. I see Sister Marsha made this comment. She says, maybe in her mind she thought she was being strategic in that line of work and i actually agree with you sister i do believe that she she was was. being strategic you know as i mentioned she came up through modeling from what i read and she she totally understands that this is a part of her calling card exactly is there more to her i'm sure there is I'm, i'm sure there's there's you know, she has mm-hmm. hobbies, right. she has things she likes, <laughs> things she doesn't like, you know what I mean? She might have complexities she might have a very learned background or something like that. Right. But the whole thing that I want to kind of discuss tonight is when a, when a woman leaves with seduction, that's what's going to stay at the forefront of most people's minds. Yep. Now, she would probably say, well, just because I do X, Y, and Z, it doesn't necessarily mean that people need to respond this certain type of way, Mm -hmm. but that's just how it is. You know what I mean? What it is, there's a power that comes with a woman's seduction. That's where a lot of women have their power. Like Sister Marsha just said, you know, it was something strategic that she used Yeah. To get her ahead. Absolutely. So it's like women ain't gonna beat you in a fist fight and not now. Some of them might, you know what I'm saying? Some of them might beat you <laughs> in a fist fight these days, but but that's not the strength. The strength lies in the right. seduction. Right. And right. you can't utilize that and then get mad when someone calls it out.
2: That exactly. I'm just saying, keep that same energy. Mm. You know what I mean? Keep that same energy. You know, you yeah. can't, you can't, you just can't. It's, Stay it's, no. And then you know, like, seduction is a manipulation tactic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you're using it, you very well know that you're using it. Whether it is to advance your acting career or get ahead in, uh, I don't know, a military career or just to get a discount at a grocery store. You know, whatever you're using it for, mm-hmm. you know when you're using it. Excuse me. So you gotta be, you gotta accept what comes along with using it. You know what I mean. If you're going to use your body as a tool, or your attract, your attractive qualities, or your curve, your curves, and so on and so forth, then you have to be able to receive that type of attention and everything that comes with it.
0: Right, right, right. Now, why is it that seduction is? so unique in that way that it's the thing that stays you know what i mean because every now and then somebody can leave with something else and you kind of are able to look past it but for some reason a lot of times when when a woman uses that kind of uh appeal that that physical appeal that stays it makes me think about this this phrase right now i'm gonna use this phrase this phrase is a little bit uh, edgy little bit crass okay so yeah, so brace time. yourselves <laughs> but you already you already opened up the floodgate, so i'm just ah! gonna follow behind you <laughs> but there's a phrase i don't know if you heard it before um have you ever heard this expression called post nut clarity wow <laughs> <laughs> sorry, i tried to warn you right I no but that.
2: okay so i haven't i don't know if it was that exact words but yeah yeah okay like like in the morning or like when the lights come on type situation yeah
0: right so basically as you just explained what it means is that be that before you climax right i'm i ain't gonna stay on this long but before a guy climaxes right he sees things one way he's yeah. really only focused on yep uh trying to achieve what he wants to achieve in that moment. But then after he achieves what he wanted to achieve, then there's like this sobriety that just kind of comes where, you know, he is like this clarity that comes to mind. But the reason why I bring this up is because when you think about that phrase, what it means is that before you gain that clarity, there's an intoxication Mm
2: -hmm.
0: that's happening Mm -hmm. where you're not even really thinking straight. You're not really thinking in your right mind, you know, because you get the clarity afterward, but not beforehand. And so if if a woman is appealing to a man in a way where he's not even really thinking the right way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then that's why he's really not going to be concerned about everything else that
1: mm-hmm. that
0: woman has to offer because. His whole thing is, all right, I I'm, I'm fixated on this thing.
2: Right, because that's what you put on Front Street. Right. You know, so and she did it for that reason. That's, yeah. that's that's what that's what always throws me off, you know, um, with the cat like the cat calling type of situation. You got like it's hot it's summertime, you know, mm-hmm. you got girls that's you know, walking down the street with you might as well say panties. Right. Denim panties, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then, hey yo, hey yo, you know that boy? Don't don't be talking to me like that, but, but sis, you got your uh, whole booty out though, like right,
0: right, right. Because but then
2: you offended when he's attracted to. But why do you have it out if you like? That was the whole purpose of you doing that,
0: right? Well, she has it out for that one person that she is trying to attract. You know what I'm saying? Like whoever fits this particular criteria, but everybody else is is sexist. But the guy that she likes, he's just uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, make it make sense. She, make it make yeah, sense. I'm, I'm trying to make it make sense. <laughs> so we're not gonna stay stay on her for too long, but I just wanted to use that as a backdrop to really kind of flush out what actually happens because after a guy you know gets what he wants from that woman and the yeah. clarity comes in, mm-hmm. then she loses the appeal. Right and that's why a lot of times it's it's hard to maintain a guy when a woman gets him through the seduction it's hard for her to retain him because the thing that he was seeking after right he gets it mm-hmm. and then after he gets it now it's a deal like okay that was cool or i mean maybe it was great right but then it's like okay that's done now what mm-hmm. and it just it's it's not a stay in power mm-hmm. type of thing so most often yeah yeah so the question we're asking tonight is,
2: are you an object?
0: Are you or a gift? An object or a gift, right? And I'm asking that because in the, in a particular example we were talking about, you know, what I'm saying I believe that that she made herself into an object for the purpose for whatever purpose, the role, the 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 mm-hmm. the, the, the um career, yeah, and so. Can you really be objectified if you don't market yourself as an object? And and, and while you stew on that, I'm about to look up the definition of objectification. Is it possible?
2: So I believe that you have, we as women have some Mm -hmm. responsibility in that. She could have chose not to take that role. Mm -hmm. She could have chose a more, I don't know respectable role or something less um, seductive and um, something where she didn't, she wouldn't be objectified as much Mm -hmm. or at all, but she she agreed to do that role.
0: Right, and the question is, would she have advanced as far in her career had she not chosen that role? Right, so I'm going to look up this definition of objectification. It says the action of degrading someone to the status of a mere object okay the expression of something abstract or in a concrete form i don't think that's what i want right. but that first definition the action of degrading someone to the status of a mere object that's definitely possible there you know it's possible for guys to see a woman and just uh degrade her down to the, mm-hmm. where they're not concerned okay. about anything but just mm-hmm. her body or something like that. Yeah. The only challenge I'm having with this is her complicity, and 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 the 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 case that I'm trying to make is that, as you just said, I believe a woman has a responsibility mm-hmm. in how she's perceived. Right. If you market yourself as an object, people are going to receive you as an object.
2: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree 100%. But you had to agree to the degradation Mm -hmm. to some extent because you knew. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's it's not like she found out all of a sudden one day she came on set and they were like, okay, well, we're going to start over-sexualizing your role and
0: Mm -hmm. you know. Right. (laughs) So so, so this is what I want to do. I want to look at the difference between a gift and an object. Okay. So let me see if I can pull up the uh, blog that 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 i wrote recently the difference between a gift and an object all right the first thing that i came up with is that a gift has to be unwrapped right an object is bare Mm -hmm. basically saying that you know gifts are meant to be unwrapped right not exposed if you Mm -hmm. have something if i'm if I'm giving you a gift, right. And you know, it's your birthday Mm -hmm. or whatever occasion, right. Mm -hmm. You graduated. I'm, I'm giving you something valuable
2: right, and
0: I'm, I'm presenting it to you in such a way. And when you receive it, you're going to be curious about it. Mm -hmm. You're going to be intrigued to know what's on the inside of that gift. Right. Right. Um, but if I just handed you something, you know, just some object and, you know, I've, I just handed you this phone. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no mystery. hmm No intrigue. Right. No surprise. It's just, all out there, yeah. It's just all out there.
2: Right. Yeah. It's going to hold less weight. I mean, man, it's, it's not going to be as valuable. It's not going to be deemed as valuable
0: mm-hmm.
2: as the gift that's wrapped, that you took time to care for and to cover and to present. Yeah. And, um... Just doesn't hold as much weight
0: yeah yeah and it makes me think of the scripture i think it's in uh timothy let me see what first timothy, right? timothy chapter 2 verse 9 it says in like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel yeah. with shamefacedness and sobriety not with broidered hair or gold or pearls or costly array right so it's not from my takeaway from that scripture it's not saying that a woman can't wear pearls or something like that right but what it's simply saying is that the way you carry yourself and the way you present yourself it shouldn't be first and foremost about your appearance your looks your body and all of that type of stuff yeah but it should be more about you know godliness Mm -hmm. yeah
2: yeah i I agree I, i as as always god looks at the heart of A person like he's more jesus was more concerned with the inner man um i'm not gonna say more concerned but if the the inner cleansing takes place the sanctification takes place the um there's a purity that comes about that manifests on the outside when the end when there's an internal work so yeah like um i I wrote some notes here right and Mm -hmm. i was looking at a scripture um, and it, it, it said that we're, we're we're God's handiwork. Let me see. Ephesians 2.10 mm-hmm. says that we are his handiwork. In Greek, that literally translates to work of art.
0: Wow.
2: Right? So if you have a valuable piece of art, you're not going to hang that on your front porch to be exposed or sit on an easel in your front yard to be exposed to the elements and possibly get damaged or stolen or whatever. You're going to have it framed. You know, you're going to have it hanging up. You, you know, you're going to treat it like it's valuable. Um, and I don't mean that we should frame ourselves or, you know, put ourselves on display. But I just mean, I said that to speak to the value, how we should value ourselves and how we should present ourselves as objects to be valued. Or not objects. Let me right, not I mean, I say yeah, 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 objects. <laughs> People, women um, a value.
0: Yeah. And I think that's what it really boils down to is value and where where a lot of times where one sees their value. Mm -hmm. I like I like Sister Tarema's comment. She says something that I did want to get to tonight. She says, I think it's a humanity thing because men and women can lead with a seducing spirit in different ways. But I know tonight we're talking about women sister i agree with you 100 percent, and i Absolutely. was thinking about this today as well because men do the same thing yeah they do what they'll do is they'll lead with money you know what i'm saying they'll lead with you know like say these rappers right they they have jewelry materialism. uh fancy cars materialism mm-hmm. um you know they flashing all this money and all these drugs right. on the screen and all of this type of stuff and then they'll complain like
2: that all these women like- all
0: they care about is money <laughs>
2: don't even say women
0: right yeah yeah, they don't say women yeah they don't say women you know all these such and such all they care Mm -hmm. about is money this that and the other and it's like well dude that's what Mm -hmm. you're leading with
2: right exactly
0: so how can you be upset if you put that forward Mm -hmm. and then get mad at someone who likes you for that because that's the main reason that you put it forward because you know that that's something people like
2: right Absolutely, I agree a hundred percent. I agree. Um, You led with that. Yeah. You put that out on front street. That's what you put forth as your, well, I'm gonna say as your best, um, your best um, quality. But I mean, you know, that's what you led with. That's what you put on display.
0: Right. And the thing about
2: attract this type of people that's looking for that. Mm -hmm. Don't expect her to value you as a man or looking to. You know anything else about you for that matter if <laughs> if that's what you lay with same yeah. thing like the women with their bodies
0: yeah yeah it's 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 a it's a it's a huge dying to self that has to be done not to feed into that because like Tarima said it it can be a struggle for all of humanity mm-hmm. you know what I mean like even yeah. me there's 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 situations where it's like there's certain things I know I could lead with. Uh-huh. Or I know I could, you know what I'm saying, um carry myself in such a way. Right. But I I, by the grace of God, a lot of times, not maybe not always successful, but I try to crucify those things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to make myself an idol. Uh-huh. And that's one of the things that feeds into it is this the vainglory of being uh-huh. an idol where so many people want uh-huh. the attention yeah. of Sure. what comes with worship you know i want to wear these this jewelry <laughs> because i want people to worship to and idolize me yeah i want to wear wear the, these tops and these clothes this tight clothing because i want people to idolize me mm-hmm. to worship me yeah but they don't take into account the negative attention that comes mm-hmm. with that yeah and my thing is listen if someone wants to do that be my guest right i don't i don't really care what people do I just don't think that is reasonable to complain when you right. get the negative attention that yeah. comes right it's, along with yeah, that. Yeah, you have
2: to. Yeah, you have to um, accept. Like I said, you have to accept what comes along with that type of attention, and putting yourself out there in that manner. Yeah, um, that's just a part of it. This
0: and the, is a part of it. <laughs> yeah, and a, and a lot of times it stems from rejection absolutely Uh, the guys that wear those that type of jewelry Mm -hmm. and all of that different type of stuff some Mm -hmm. of it they they might just want to stunt but a lot of it is they they
2: want to be idolized
0: they want to be idolized and they Mm -hmm. want to receive something that they feel like they've been missing right same thing with a lot of women they they a lot of times it's rejection that kind of fuels that Mm -hmm. and they want to receive something that they feel like they either they didn't have validation the validation Mm
2: -hmm. yeah yeah we live in a era of outward validation right or or ungodly validation um with all the likes and the subscribers and the Mm -hmm. comments and the you know social media era it's all about attention everything seems to be attention driven and um attention seeking and thirst trapping and yeah, it's just attention seeking generation. Yeah. Um outward validation when only only Christ can give you that, you know, that validation. Um yeah.
1: Even and with I, the guys
2: that work out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the gym the the ex super buff guys, it may not be money, but their bodies, they idolize their own bodies
0: mm-hmm. and they
2: want other people to to idolize their bodies as well
0: see that's why i don't work out right there
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just praying that's not that's not
0: that's not where i don't don't want to be an idol yeah i want to be a stumbling block
2: (laughs) so what you got on
0: them notes sis i just want to
2: i got it's it's a lot of stuff here Mm -hmm. um one thing i you know i knew that we would address modesty at some point in the conversation. So. I want us to bring up the point that modesty is not just about what we wear. Um, That it is also, you know, like our behavior, how we conduct ourselves, um, body language, and ultimately our our inner motives, like our heart's posture. -hmm. posture. Because like I said, what's in your heart will manifest outwardly. Um, So like you said, rejection, insecurity, these things couple, they, they, they travel in groups, you know, um, rejection, insecurity, promiscuity, um, you know, uh, safe, self idolization um, looking for outward validate validation Mm -hmm. and relationships and love and people and all this stuff. Um, but yeah, modesty is not only the way we dress or how we cover or clothe ourselves. It's also about how we present ourselves, our attitude, you know, and, um, yeah, how we deal with other people.
0: Yeah, all of that is 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 absolutely right. It's so much that goes into it. The thing about it is like really her like her character. Not I'm, I'm gonna get off her, but yeah. this is just to your <laughs> to your point. Her character on the show, it's some of it was like kind of immodest, but they this the show was set in the 1960s and mm-hmm. 70s. So a lot of the stuff she was wearing wasn't even necessarily like revealing, super revealing, mm-hmm. but like you said, it was more about the persona, mm-hmm. the sex appeal, yeah, and the the uh, for lack of a better word, the vibe, like,
2: yeah. That like kind of comes swag, along with how she, it. Yeah,
0: yeah, body
2: like, language, all of that, mm-hmm. eyes, facial expressions, all that type of stuff. Yeah. plays a part. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. A so woman, she may have mm-hmm.
2: been fully clothed but still a seductress um
0: yeah 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 i think the second point i made in this blog i said you know the difference between a gift and an object is a gift belongs to someone an object can be used by anyone and so the example that i gave in that is how we feel about things that belong to us Mm -hmm. like say if somebody stole something from you or something like that. <laughs> you know, you just like, look, I somebody better find my my whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My pressing comb. Somebody pressing better comb. find it. <laughs> my my bracelet. Somebody yeah, better find my yeah. bracelet, you know, because we're passionate about the things that belong to us.
2: That are ours, yes.
0: But when it's just an object, yeah. It's, it's just kind of like, you know, <laughs> it can be replaced.
2: Yeah. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. It's whole value.
0: Yeah, you know, I so say, I'll just go get another one, that that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think the scripture that I used in there was Adam and Eve when God presented yeah. Eve to Adam. Mm-hmm. He said, This is bone of my bone, flesh of my right. flesh. Yes. He saw a value in her
2: mm-hmm.
0: where he 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 knew immediately that she was a gift from God. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah.
2: That's that's awesome, though. I mean, like, that's um, modern day. If we could, you know, bring that to, to modern day, you mm-hmm. know. um, Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: I don't want to, you know.
0: Yeah. But, but yeah. Point. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, when you really think about it, right, in the Bible, there's really only... The Bible really only characterizes about three to four types of women. There's That many? Yeah. Well, well, depending (laughs) on how you look at it, you can look at it as like two types, which would basically be a Proverbs 7 woman versus a Proverbs 31 woman. Mm -hmm. Or you can look at it as how they kind of occur in the Bible. So you got wives, concubines, Mm -hmm. I'm um, going to just use this word because the it, Bible right? uses it. No, there, no, there's wives, concubines, oh, whores, and harlots. Yeah. The last two are pretty much like the same. Yeah. You know, a harlot is just a whore that gets paid for it, right. you know. So what makes a wife versus the other two? I'm ask, I have an answer that I have in mind, but I want to get your opinion. If a woman wants to be a gift and not an object, or if she wants to be a wife and not the other types that are in the word or really just in real life what does that look like
2: christ in her okay uh, that would be my answer yeah 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 christ and th- just just that period mm-hmm.
0: that's
2: it christ in yeah. her
0: <laughs> yeah christ and her i agree Yeah. um that's 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 essentially my answer I believe that fathers make wives. Hmm. And I say that because just in the same way that fathers make men, Mm -hmm. because say if it's a, a dude, you can have a man that's grown, he's a male, but if he didn't have fatherly influence or he didn't get it from somewhere, you know, a mentor, you know, get to God and be made new then he's just going to carry himself pretty much like one of these little hoodlums or something like that. Mm -hmm. But if he has a father, the father instills that to make him a man in the same manner. I believe that fathers make wives because they impart that covering. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because one of the other things that, that uh, we said in the article was or the blog rather is that um, a gift is given an object is bought mm-hmm. and if you look in the bible anytime there's an example of a marriage mm-hmm. there's a father that has to sign off on it mm-hmm. you yeah. know i think it was isaac and Re- so yeah i guess the yeah. first one would probably be isaac and rebecca
2: well, he worked for rachel yeah extra seven years so he yeah jacob and rachel <laughs> he was serious yep. about her
0: yeah but in in all those in all of those examples, the father still had to give away yeah. that uh-huh. that um, woman. And so, if a woman doesn't have her biological father, she has to go to God uh-huh. and be made new by her heavenly father.
2: Absolutely.
0: So that she can gain those characteristics to become a woman of God, which will be wife material, as we say today
2: right right
0: right. <laughs> yeah
2: when you were talking about um the father giving the um the woman away i thought about how even and right now in certain cultures like i have a um a lot of uh, african co-workers and they still do dowries mm. you 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 or your family is paying the family of the wife for her i don't mean paying her like this is my is a like it's a fee mm-hmm. but it's like a like a gift offering in a sense you know mm-hmm. um because you're they're giving you they're giving you a gift or their most valuable gift or a precious gift their daughter and you are in turn presenting them uh, like as a as a gesture of thanks or of appreciation not like payment okay you know um yeah which is i mean even now still which is interesting to me um, that they still that they still in this day do that. Wow! In certain countries, um, I know a lot of Middle Eastern families do the same sort of thing, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily that father still has to approve of the man. You know, it's not a situation where you know anybody the highest bidder or you paying for the woman. But I mean, it's like like I said, it's like a, a offering of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, I'm thinking about that. You know, it reminds me of. Like, as we were just saying, um, Isaac and Rebecca. So, what happened was, as um, Abraham sent out a nameless servant at that time, the nameless servant to go and find a wife for his son. For his son, yeah. That was of his people, basically. Mm-hmm. And when they found Rebecca, they gave her gifts. Yeah. Yeah, but as you as you were saying, yeah, he
2: sent them. He sent them with all types of stuff. Yeah. Because um, it was not only it was animals. He sent them with um, cat. I don't. know. I'm, a, I'm gonna I want to assume it was cattle, but mm. he sent them with livestock, some form yeah, of livestock, yeah, 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 and yeah. like the spices and um, myrrh and like you know fragrances and it was just like you know they were appreciative. Like this present this to her family, you know, as like a a good gesture. Yeah,
0: but it wasn't to the highest bidder. You right. Know what I no. mean, it wasn't like I'm not yeah. correcting you, but I'm saying like it wasn't a thing where it's like, okay, whoever got the most money, boom, mm-hmm. you got my daughter. Yeah. It's like, okay, you have to have some integrity about yourself. Right. You know, you have to have some sort something that you can offer mm-hmm. her. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So you got the wives, the concubines, the other two. And I I've, I've just noticed that you as a guy, you can just kind of tell a lot of times. You can just kind of tell that woman that has that. Um I'm gonna this ain't I'm gonna use one of these churchy type terms, spirit of a wife. Mm-hmm. Because she carries herself as though she either has a father or has had fatherly influence. Wow. So, like if I'm say if I had a daughter, right? My daughter. Would conduct herself in such a way mm-hmm. that's becoming.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She might not like me for that.
2: Right, right. My
0: daughter might. If I had a daughter, <laughs> she would probably. Now I'm kind of a big softy, but it's certain things I'm with girls. But it's certain things I'm not going yeah, to comp, well, right. co- compromise on. And she might hate me from like maybe age thirteen to twenty five, right? <laughs> but she would love me. Yes. All a, of those other years, yeah. And that's how guys are wired guys are wired to i didn't get my shirt uh thing the guys are wired to think long term like Mm -hmm. they're they they raise kids for the long term you know not so much the details not to say women can't or nothing like that but that's Mm -hmm. just the way guys think they're like listen i don't i'm not really worried about how you feel about it right now Mm -hmm. if i know that way down the line Mm -hmm. it's going to come back to bite you or something like that so so you can see that fatherly influence Mm -hmm. a lot of times because and and then on the same end you can kind of see where sometimes you can see where it's been missing Mm
2: -hmm. yeah if you can if you can see where it's been present you you got to be able to see the opposite um that's interesting though I'm gonna start looking for that
1: no. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think, yeah. I think I believe
2: is it, you it, the same can be said in the reverse mm-hmm. about men. You can tell um, when men have been um, not necessarily raised by, but in the consistent presence of a woman, um, a certain type of woman, just mm-hmm. certain standards that they have, um, th- their personal upkeep. And that may come from a father. Like a father could teach a, a guy how to groom themselves well, but certain like domestic things, certain just just I think there's there are telltale signs. You know right. what I mean? There are little things that you like. Yeah, his mama told him that. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> or some or his auntie or big mama somebody. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, because it's usually stuff that guys don't even care that much about, or mm-hmm. they are not somebody would have had to teach them to pay attention to these things,
0: right? That or he just been around a bunch of women, like well, yeah, his own women. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, um, that too. Yeah, but you can just kind of <laughs> you can see both both ends of it. And the world has like their own versions of this. You know, the world has all these phrases, daddy issues, and stuff like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: that's really all that's speaking to is those type of things. But we don't choose the parents that we get or yeah. don't get. But yeah. that's where, like you said, Christ comes in.
2: Absolutely. And he can do a far better job. You know, even then, I mean, I, I believe that um, it's it's good. Of course, we need our parents. We need their influence, their direction, so on and so forth. But even people who have had that still need Christ. Right. You know what I mean? They can only carry you, but so far, mm-hmm. your biological parents, they can only instill but so much in you. Um, I do believe that the values that... I I believe that there's a lot of truth to what you said about um, fathers making wives or or playing a part in what type of wife a woman becomes, um, whether that be be good or bad. Mm. I believe it can go both ways, because if you have a um, not so good example of a father or headship or leadership in your family, or you have a rebellious woman and that kind of like an Ahab type of dad, then that you pick up that type of perception or perspective about marriage and relationships which will ultimately kind of like according to the bible make you not a not so good wife Mm
1: -hmm. you know what i mean um yeah
2: so i believe that it goes both ways but i think that um yeah um i I think that the father our biological fathers are our first male female or are supposed to be our first male female relationships and that kind of sets the um their example and their interaction with us as females kind of sets the tone for the type of person that we eventually look for or 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 look to be found by. Right. If, were we talking. If we yeah. talking biblically.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, it has. A, it plays a bit major part.
0: Absolutely. You know, it's not to talk about her, right? But recently. Kanye, I guess from my understanding, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are getting a divorce. Yeah, or nobody. got a divorce, or something like that. Yeah, and I heard something about that. Yeah. Not to talk about her, but I wasn't surprised because <laughs> it's she doesn't have the spirit of a wife. Yeah, you know now she's one of the rare she's a high cases. Girl. Yeah, she's I'm a hot girl. She <laughs> don't. She ain't got time, Nobody but... got
2: time for that. I'm surprised you had all them kids. Right. To be honest, I mean. just
0: Yeah. And I don't know her personally, right? Me but either. Just from the little bit, it's. How do I want to say this without getting in trouble? Um, <laughs> You and this getting in trouble. Style. Yeah, I don't know. Who, I know somebody going to give me. But anyway, basically, like, OK, I it didn't surprise me that that happened. That's what i was about to say she's one of the rare examples where her looks are good enough to actually still get her a husband at mm-hmm. least for now you know what i'm saying but even in that she's this is like her third failed marriage if i'm to understand correctly is it yeah because she dated some dude first and then she dated the Chris Humphreys guy. I mean, she she married some dude first.
2: Oh, I, it was somebody before Humphreys. I didn't know. Yeah, that.
0: and then she married Chris Humphreys, and then she married Kanye West. And mm. who knows the reason why her and Kanye West got divorced? Who who really knows, right? But if I could speculate, <laughs> <laughs> um, Kanye is he he is. I don't know whether he's saved or not, but he's. Identifying as a Christian. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I recall recently there was there was a comment that Kanye made where he said something about wanting Kim Kardashian to dress more modestly. Yeah. I don't know if you heard that. I remember,
2: yeah, I remember something about that. Yeah.
0: Right. And so if he is a believer, or at least if he thinks he's a believer, whatever the case may be, it wouldn't surprise surprise me because he's now assuming that role of a godly husband or he's trying to be some sort of I'm hoping he's trying to be like a godly husband he's at least saying I think Kim should dress more modestly right mm-hmm. that's going to clash with a woman who's not prepared to be a wife mm-hmm. that's going to clash so that's
2: going to clash with a Kardashian
0: <laughs> with, yeah with a Kardashian
2: <laughs> No, but I, I'm being yeah. funny but but nah yeah
0: but um, it happens in real life
2: It does. I kind of feel two ways about that. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, so you met and married Kim as Kim. Right. Now, I do understand transformation. I understand that he's had, you know, an encounter or seemingly so, you know, whatever, what, you know. But she obviously has not, or she's, or maybe she hasn't yet. Mm-hmm. and i don't know you know we're not in that situation but i mean like I, I think when people um when that happens they have to be on the same page yeah um because how can two walk together unless they be agreed
0: right and i agree you know in some ways we as believers we do switch up on people you know because god changes us at yeah. an appointed time you know we we switch up on our friends you know you might be dating somebody and I was dating somebody actually when I got saved. I kind of switched up on them a little bit. And it ain't Mm -hmm. really switching up like being fake. But it's just the fact that God is transforming.
2: So in that sense, Mm -hmm. like, are you really, you're not really taking the L then because God knew. I mean, cause some, it can be viewed as like, oh, well I'm losing this relationship or I'm losing this person or Mm -hmm. we're severing ties or we're going our separate ways or whatever. And I've invested this time, however much time, Mm -hmm. but this person is different now. They're on a new page. They're on a new journey. I'm not going in that direction. So it's only right for us to cut ties. Okay. That happens. Or you separate yourself because God has called you to be set apart. And then it's like, um, did I really lose anything because the Lord wow. had to know or not had to know the Lord knew and he called me out of this situation. So he has something better for me or, or no, not, or he has something better for me, right, not right. not even meaning necessarily another relationship or because I don't believe in like all these serials, you know, spouses and all of that type of stuff. But it's it like he knew so that that separation was necessary yeah. for my good. And for that person's good as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know it doesn't seem like that at the time. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) no, I got
0: you. It doesn't always feel good. But sometimes that's what needs to be done. Yeah. You know, and the reason why I brought that example up with them is because, you know, there was, there is a, if if she were to continue and ultimately become a godly wife, Mm -hmm. that would, she could not coexist with being, an idol and a sex symbol and a woman of God at the same time. I mean, mm-hmm. she could try. A lot of people do try. They do. They <laughs> but do. in actuality, those two things can't really coexist with one another.
2: But but can that even be, is that even possible? Like, can you even be a woman of God and be a sex symbol at the same time?
0: That, not a I, not a sex symbol. No. Now, yeah, so here's like, the thing: like, people can be sexy. Yes, but you don't. But I mean, she. You sells shouldn't be sex, aiming though. to carry. you right. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't be aiming to carry. your sex all
2: like, day, like th- yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. That's what mm-hmm. she gives. So, I mean, that's how. When I say that's what she gives, I mean that's what she.
0: Yeah. Provide. You know. Ex-
2: yeah, that's her. That's yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So.
0: This. This is the other one. A gift has sentimental value. Objects can be replaced.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just like I said, you know, I mean, if you have a valuable piece of art or anything of value, you're going to lock it away in a safe. You're going to um, secure it. Mm-hmm. You're going to cover it. You're going to protect it. Yeah. It's not, you know, because um, it's valuable. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> example you valuable. gave
0: earlier with Jacob and uh, Rachel. Yeah. You know, he he thought he was working the first seven years for Rachel. hmm then he got swindled and ended yeah, up working Leah. another yeah. seven years, a total of 14 years. But the thing about it is the Bible says to him, it just seemed like a short period of time because he valued her yeah. that much. Seven years is a long time.
2: Yeah. So look, if he's not working 14, no, like, <laughs> I don't want
0: <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> I mean, I know people in the no, Bible were li- living like, yeah. you know, 600 years, 900 years and stuff like that. But that's still a long time.
2: But it that that I man oh my goodness that says a lot though yeah. you know what I mean that says a lot about him as a husband him as a man um but I, I Leah though you know what mm, I mean wow. I always wondered wow. about Leah though you know mm, what I mean like mm. man like what am I chopped liver you know what wow. I mean like you, wow. <laughs> wow like it, you were literally forced on someone. Or not forced on him, but kind of like he didn't want
0: her. Yeah, yeah. You know? And she he treated it. her that way a lot of the time, most of that time. She was constantly trying to win his validation. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I have some mm-hmm. some children Kids. for him, mm-hmm. then he'll love me. Yeah. And he saw her mm-hmm. however he saw her, but he definitely saw Rachel as a gift.
2: Yeah. yeah. So,
0: you know, it's just, it's one of those things. Uh, What I want to do, real quick, sister, I want to go to the comments and see how much trouble I got in tonight.
2: (laughs) Um, No trouble.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Praise the Lord. Let's see. Sister Marsha says, "But now I do believe there are limits people place on themselves regarding acting, such as some people will not do roles with nudity." Yeah, it's it's that whole field. That's what I'm. That's I guess that's kind of where I'm where I was going with it is the the industries that she chose
2: mm-hmm. modeling
0: benefit off of objectivity modeling acting <laughs>
2: they're completely surrounded right. and eradicated off of objectification
0: yes especially modeling and and this the other point that i've made in the in the blog is that the whole discussion has these undertones of sexism and sexual harassment and objectification of women Mm -hmm. but i'm pretty certain that whoever asked her that question was probably either a woman or a gay male because there's no way in this country in the last maybe (laughs) i'd say 15 years (laughs) that a heterosexual heterosexual guy (laughs) is going to legitimately ask this Mm -hmm. woman about her bra. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to fly. That person yeah. will get cancelled immediately. Yeah. And the fact, and truth be told, guys don't even care about a woman's bra mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. That's something that if you're in middle school and yeah. sixth grade, you just found out girls wear bras or something, <laughs> or the girl's starting <laughs> to develop or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, what size nice bra do you wear? Right, like, yeah. After sixth grade, ain't no dude gonna care, care about, about that. that. Right, like, right. Oh my gosh, I just wonder <laughs> to like. She has a bra. Right. I think what was going on is that show, because it was set in a period of time, mm-hmm. was set in fashion trends. Yeah. And the way her character was, even though a lot of her clo- clothes weren't bad, um, I guess whatever type of bra she did where held her a certain type of way. And what probably happened was other women writing these fashion magazines or writing about the show or something would say, you know, maybe this look is going to catch on. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's going to come back, and they asked her about it. But well, my thing is, how can you throw men into that if there's a good chance they didn't even ask her the question? No, they,
2: could <laughs> they could care less.
0: They could care less. This book about well, I'm
2: gonna...
0: yeah, let's see. Sister Marsha says seduction is a mind spell. I agree. It is a mind spell. It's something that it's something that causes people not to not to function in their, all of their faculties because you're under this intoxication, right? You know, like, Ooh, they're so intoxicating mm-hmm. that that intoxication causes people not to think straight.
2: Mm.
0: It's like, all right, now I don't even know what's going on. Let me see. Really? I think so. I think that. Cause I've had it happen to me like once. I think what happens is a person get seduced Mm -hmm. and when while they're being seduced they're so driven by that desire okay that they don't even make good decisions
2: okay that makes yeah okay that yeah but like the whole like oh i'm so intoxicated with this person's seduction i don't even know what i'm doing i'm just
0: (laughs) you know that i'm
2: like i'm
0: not saying that that they just like, perpetually drunk. Yes.
2: I, yeah, that's what I, you yeah. know, that's, what, okay.
0: What I'm saying is it In affects that regard, your decision yes. making.
2: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And, but and I feel like yeah. people
2: are aware of the decision, though. You know what I right, mean? Right. They are completely aware. They're just driven by their carnal senses mm-hmm. more so than, you know.
0: And that's why, you know, those type of questions come up because it's like people are so, so infatuated with that. You know what I mean? that's the thing that's on their mind. You know so, that. Oh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. No,
2: I was just going to say that in that article, um, they had um, also mentioned, I don't know if it was the writer or the director and how um, other people had has come out and said that they felt um, that he was um, sexist.
0: I think it was the Weinstein dude.
2: Weinstein. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm um, or
2: was it Weiner or Weiner It may be Weinstein, but anyway, yeah, she yeah. said she never had that experience mm-hmm. with him. He she felt like he was hard, but they were everybody was hard on each other, like as you know, just as co workers and trying to push people to, you know, yeah, be their be- at their best, push their acting abilities and so on, and challenging themselves and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. But I thought that was interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't doubt she's experienced some things. I mean, she's a beautiful woman and she's kind of, you know, giving off that type of flavor. So I'm sure stuff has happened. You know what I mean? But um, I just thought that was an interesting thing to complain about. Miss Clark says, I agree, and I'll add that this isn't just a woman. Pro- oh, yeah, we read that one. Oh, yeah, no, no let's keep going. Yeah, this isn't one. just a woman problem. Many men are carrying a seducing Jezebel spirit in this age, and anyone has ever attempted to call out a Jezebel, you'll see the same or similar response as the woman in that article. Wow.
2: <laughs> like the victim.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost like what she's basically saying is <laughs> everybody else around me needs to adjust to me, but I'm not doing anything wrong. <laughs> it almost reminds me of that scripture. It talks about the adulterous woman. She wipes she wipes her mouth and says that she did nothing wrong. Mm. You know, that's kind of what it is. I think that people could be working from different premises. Mm-hmm. You know, her premise should be that I, I should be able to wear what I want to wear and conduct myself how I want to conduct myself. And that doesn't mean that that's the only way that you should see me, right? Um, Or I'll say it this way. Basically, she wants to be able to carry herself a certain type of way Mm -hmm. without any type of repercussion. But I think that assumes that the immodesty is not a sin, which it is.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So to be able to do... It's just the whole, that whole mindset that you have before you're, you're transformed, before your mind is transformed. Right. Um, it's almost like a sense of entitlement, too. Like, how dare you approach me like mm-hmm, that? I have mm-hmm. the right to do this. I have the right to do that. Don't objectify me. You mm-hmm. know, don't catcall me. Don't, don't you know, even though I'm doing everything to...
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> everything to warrant that behavior from you.
0: Yeah. Miss Clark goes on to say, they, men and women alike, play that part. But when it's called out or pointed out or noticed, then the perpetrator, so to speak, is acting all shook. I don't think this is a woman thing. It probably is a it's man not. thing. It's, it, it's, yeah.
2: um, I mean, I think we were saying that because of the uh, article,
0: mm-hmm. we
2: kind of like addressed Christina Hendricks because of the article. So we kind of started talking about women, but it definitely... It definitely goes both ways. I do believe, yeah, that men can carry carry that same lustful, seductive, promiscuous spirit and behavior and presentation.
0: Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I believe it. I I told Greg
2: he had to change. No, I'm just like.
0: (laughs) I mean, I I haven't dealt with enough men to to know, but I'm I'm pretty sure that, that something like that is true.
2: Yeah. 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 Especially like a
0: narcissistic type guy.
2: Yes. Yes. Even the ones that, yeah, is it's definitely yeah. Definitely true. It goes both ways.
0: Sister Brittany says, I find it fascinating that many secular women relationship coaches encourage women to lead with seduction because that's ultimate femininity in their eyes what are your thoughts mm. i haven't really paid attention my to thoughts them.
2: is not listening to no secular women relationship coaches mm. period ever about nothing
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean to kind of like flesh I it out a little know. bit let me see what okay so the the female coaches are saying that women should lead with seduction because that's the ultimate femininity in their eyes. I don't think that that's the ultimate femininity. I think that that is the most powerful aspect of femininity, but I don't think that it's, it's, it's right. You know what I mean? Like, but I that's the,
2: that's the same thing she's saying. It is the mm-hmm. most, it's the most powerful aspect of femininity. So they should use that or lead with that because
0: mm-hmm.
2: that's where the power lies.
0: Yeah. That's where the power lies. But oops, but the thing about it is, it's not a sustaining power.
2: No, but they're, they're secular women. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. They I, have a yeah. different
2: perspective.
0: I don't think that's true. I I feel like the Bible says wisdom is justified of her children, meaning that the outcome of something, the fruit of something will tell you if what you did was a good decision or not. Okay. And I believe the average woman, secular woman today, leads with seduction yeah and i don't think it's working out you know we have high the highest divorce rates and the lowest marriage rates in a long time i don't really think that that's working for them you know i think i guess what i'm saying is is i feel like women been doing this for a while and it hasn't worked
2: is that the goal for it to work long term is that is marriage the goal
0: that's another whole discussion i mean the way some women talk that's the goal
2: because in the world, like hoes out like winning.
0: I don't know, so
2: so they say, you know, right? What I mean? So right, it's right. portrayed, you know what I mean?
0: They might be, we in don't the world. feel like
2: that because we have a different the uh, different system, you know what I mean? So, our uh, goal would be marriage. We do want a sustaining, lasting relationship, mm-hmm. and they probably do too deep down the side, but they tell themselves that it's okay. For the meantime, because I'm getting this, I'm right. driving that, I'm wearing this, I'm swiping that.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I hear what you're saying. Basically, they can sin without consequence, so they think right, and, and, <laughs> uh, and not even just without consequence, but also with a clear conscience. Mm-hmm. It's 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 basically the difference between Christ's version of female liberation and the devil's version of female liberation. Mm-hmm. You know, the um, slut walks and all of this different type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I say it this way. Christ frees us from sin. Mm-hmm. The devil seemingly frees us to, to sin. sin. Right. And so he frees us it's a false to liberty. sin. It's a false liberty where these women that are winning in the world, they think, mm-hmm. okay, I can do this. Like, who's to say that I can't do X, Y, and Z? Right. And right. but the thing is, like, I mean, we'll all find out eventually there is someone who has a say, yes. And the <laughs> other thing is, yes. like, that that that's not a sustainable lifestyle,
2: it's not, no, it's
0: only going to last until that woman is about, like, let me not even get in trouble tonight. But my <laughs> point is that if you're using your sex appeal to Captivate mm-hmm. a man. Yeah. Once your sex appeal wears off, whatever age that is, or however that is,
2: yes. Then
0: you no longer have that appeal. Yeah. And then there's gonna be someone after you that's yep. probably younger than you. Your and time is up. Your time is up. So <laughs> I mean, they 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 might be winning for the moment.
2: Mm. First Peter three and four it says it should be that your inner self, the unfading beauty. Of a gentle and quiet spirit, wow. which is of great value or great worth in God's sight, so putting on the mind of Christ helps us to walk in humility. that was something else that i i'm, I'm I should mix it too, sorry, mm-hmm. but yeah, first Peter three and four says that it should be that it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. Wow. that was the n i v version. Um, but it says in a different translation, I don't know which translation it says, I didn't note that, but it says, but, but let it be the hidden man of the heart and that which is not corruptible, even the inner or heart of ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. Wow. So it's not, it's about the, the inner self. And the unfading beauty, unfading the type that doesn't, it's not corruptible. You know, it's in, it's in you. It's Christ in you, so it doesn't. That beauty can't fade. You know, it's not, it's not. Um, what do you call it? It's not superficial. It's not. Necess- it. it I, I, I won't say I was about to say it's not physical, but it can be. Mm-hmm. It can be because I believe that um, Christ in us does give us a certain beauty you know um and right. i hear guys i hear like guys talk say that like godly men that can recognize or even not mm-hmm. even just godly men i think worldly men can recognize it too it's a different type of beauty but nonetheless it uh, it manifests and i'm i use that word loosely because i, I know you. about this yeah. whole manifest thing but it's a biblical word yeah. um it manifests um your physical features you know there's a You know, just a a light.
0: Yeah, Um, unfading. 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 So if you, if the guy is attracted to you, based upon that inner, inner self, inner Mm -hmm. man, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that that it says there in the scripture, that is not going to go away. Yeah. You know, that means that he will always be attracted to you.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. Because he's not. Is not. He's not he's not attracted to your physical appearance only. Right. You know, he's, you know, in love with the person.
0: And that's the difference between a gift and an object. Like if, if if someone gives you a gift, you know, I'm trying to see. okay, this is a perfect example. Um, this was a gift Mm -hmm. from, um, (laughs) sister Ashley and her husband. They gave me this gift as a painting. Y'all probably seen it before. This, first of all, as you see, I've I've stored it away neatly so that it's always preserved, right? But the thing about it is, this thing is always going to have its specific value. And for those who don't, that was like the album cover, one of the album covers that she designed, that was the mm-hmm. the 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 design or the design of the album cover, right? But anyway, my point is that that will always have its value. Mm-hmm it will always have its value. It's, it's It has an unfading value. Mm-hmm. Whereas something like this, you know, a phone or something like this, this has a value for a season, mm-hmm. but at some point it's going about a to, week nowadays, right. About a week, <laughs> you know, but at some point it's going to fade away. It's going to, it's going to break, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to replace it. Yeah. It doesn't have that intrinsic quality, mm-hmm. that, that intangible quality that, that comes with, being a gift right mm-hmm. this is just this is just an object but but this is a gift this this means a lot to me right this i mean i like this it's cool <laughs> i enjoy this i am on it way more than i need to be but um it doesn't have any sentimental value at all yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know i use it for what i use it for and that's pretty and much that's it. it yeah But that's a good question, Sister Brittany. I'm going to have to uh, look into that. I heard a lot about this femininity movement or whatever it's called. Glean from his words says, the allure of seduction is lust. The foundation built on friendship can last a lifetime. Lust lasts one night. Love lasts a lifetime. Wow. I don't know what question we asked, but Sister Marsha said, yes, because there are women in unhappy marriages that are objects to their husbands. I think we might ask the question, um, can a woman just be an object uh, if she doesn't objectify her own self? Mm. So, yeah, I think it's possible that, you know, for folks to objectify women unjustly. Yeah, that's really, like, the, the qualifying word in this whole discussion mm-hmm. that I'm trying to say, like, unjustly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are just going to be people. People yeah. are flawed. So yeah. some people just not going to receive you, respect you, and stuff like that. Right. All I'm saying is put yourself in position to win. Right. And don't be hypocritical about it. Yeah. Oh, we read that one. Uh, and it just
2: adhering to Christ standard for you yeah can't you can't go wrong um i'm glad you said earlier though when you when you broke down the scripture about the um about like modest apparel and uh, the first the first timothy timothy scripture about um platinum hair and gold and man i got plaits (laughs) (laughs) and some people could read that and be like man i can't wear jewelry i'm not supposed to braid my hair i shouldn't adorn myself um to to you know enhance my appearance or whatever the case may be but like you said and I'm glad you clarified I believe that you said that it's not that he's that there that you're not supposed to you can't wear earrings or you know braid your hair Um, but to do these things with the wrong attitude or the wrong motive Mm. or to be a seductress to be um appealing in a way that would um cause someone to to stumble or to lust after you and i'm talking about women of god i'm not talking about like right right. the world i just mean us as believers you know um yeah i think it's the the like i said the heart of the thing the inner the, uh, the inner motives yeah the hot part the heart posture your
0: yeah I think the word that is used in the scripture in one place is haughty
2: yeah haughty. Like puffing yourself yeah. up and yeah putting yourself on display
0: right um prideful this particular scripture it's Isaiah chapter 3 verse 16 it says, Moreover, the Lord says, because the daughters of Zion are haughty and walk with stretched forth necks and wanton eyes, Mm -hmm. walking and mincing as they go and making a tinkling with their feet, excuse me. Therefore, the Lord will smite with the scab, the crown of the head of the daughters of Zion, and the Lord will discover their secret parts. In that day, the Lord will take away the bravery of their tinkling ornaments about their feet And their calls and their round tires like the moon. I think that's earrings or something. The chains and the bracelets and the mufflers, Mm -hmm. the bonnets and the ornaments of the legs and the headbands and the tablets and the earrings, the rings and the nose jewels, the changing of suits of apparel and the mantles and the wimples. I need to pull up the common English because mm. I don't know what a wimple is. <laughs> Let's see.
2: Isaiah I can't, three. I'll,
0: I'll put I got common English right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that how they used to flirt back What's in the wimple? biblical times? Like, girl, you looking good in them wimples. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. I mean, that's my I got, I, I, let me see. But yeah, so that Wimples one was in verse 22, says the robes and capes, the shawls and handbags. So I think it's a shawl. Mm. Let me just finish it in the common English in verse 23. The mirrors and linen garments, the turbans and the veils, instead of perfume, there will be a disgusting odor instead of a sash, a rope, instead of a styled, instead of styled hair, shaved heads, Mm. instead of expensive clothes, rags as mourning clothes, instead of beauty shame, Mm. your men will fall by the sword, your warriors in battle her gates will lament and mourn she will sit on the ground
2: Mm. did you see this, it says seven women will grab one man on that day saying we will eat our own bread and wear our own clothes only let us take your name take away our disgrace like they begging to become wives
0: yeah that's wild, um man so so yeah uh so yeah i brought up that scripture isaiah because um it was really just about their attitude
2: mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> it wasn't really about the objects it was about the attitude yeah and and that's one thing that god hates i think in proverbs chapter 30 maybe it says there's six things that the lord hates and one of them is a proud look, look. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah like man goodness
2: I, I you know i never um I'm not gonna say I never knew, but i i it took some time for me to come to the understanding that modesty was not just how you look mm-hmm. or how you dressed because um I was very religious mm-hmm. and um that's was i associated modesty with a skirt that's long or loose fitting clothes, not wearing jewelry or not wearing too much jewelry and, you know, these types of things. And I still believe that there, if you're not, that we still should do certain things in moderation. You know Mm. what I mean? It can't be, you know, it it shouldn't be excessive, but that doesn't mean that you're not supposed to wear earrings or, Mm. (laughs) you know, that you only, you can only wear a skirt. But I know some different people have different beliefs about wearing pants and so on and so forth. But I wear pants, um, but that doesn't mean they have to be leggings or, you mm-hmm. know, tight, the tightest pants I can find. You know, you do it in good, um, what should I say, in good, you do it in, in, in a non-hoish way.
0: Like you're conscious, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know why my voice so raspy tonight, <clears throat> but it's your conscience. You don't have
2: to put everything on display. It's not a show. You don't yeah. have to try to show off everything. Um, what's interesting is that as a single woman of of God, it's is kind of like the people will weed themselves out mm-hmm. because they're not attracted to you because you're not on display. So that just like kind of I almost say helps the process, but that helps like eliminate. A lot of foolishness, yeah. you know what I mean? Because they're not even checking for you, mm-hmm. or if they if they are, then you know you it's easier to kind of like decipher, you know.
0: Yeah, well, like what are they on? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. I, I I agree. It is a filtering process both ways. Glean from his words: says an object can be replaced, but a gift is precious, valued, and adored. It impacts the heart of the individual receiving the gift to cherish it as. Precious, special, only for them. Amen. Yeah, there, there's a real. Oh man, it's a lot of comments we missed. We ain't gonna be able to get through all of these. <laughs> what are you want I'm gonna go to the hey, bottom. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Forgive me if I don't get to every comment. I'm gonna go to the bottom. The thing just refresh. <laughs> well. Sister Brittany said, "Wow, a golly woman and a sex symbol. My head is spinning." You know, some people feel like those two things can exist. You know, like I said, some that people, not, some no. people might just be sexy and that's okay, but I'm not even sure if sexy is the right word for real, for real, but it's like, I'm,
2: I'm not, I don't think there's anything wrong with being sexy, but right. there is a time and a place and an mm-hmm. environment to do so
0: Yeah, with your for husband. married people. Yeah.
2: Period. You know what I mean? It's (laughs) like, you got to be sexy for everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing about
2: it. What's really, what what are you really trying to accomplish here? Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: So, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with being sexy, but a sex symbol, like Kim is like a legit sex symbol. Yeah. Everything, she just exudes. Sex appeal. Yeah. Yeah. And intentionally so, you know?
0: Jesus is our savior. No more spirits of glamour and prostitution yeah I really do believe that um one of the things I wanted everybody to pull away from this is the power that is possessed with that that's so intoxicating that
2: mm-hmm.
0: that it it captivates people that the root word in captivate is captive mm-hmm. so that that arrests people's attention, and yeah. so that's the reason why people respond the way that they do because they're doing it like that Moni. he says i don't have time for these secular relationship coaches
2: period
0: <laughs> yeah i just wonder what's the goal like you said earlier everybody has different goals mm-hmm. some people just want to go on trips some <laughs> people want to be married <laughs> some people like, it's so it's so much stuff that's all over the place and that's one of the benefits of being in Christ is that we have our goals here. Yes, there's you know a clear I mean? path. Like
2: you know, there's yeah. a roadmap.
0: Right. There's there's instructions on how to be a man, instructions on how to be a woman, and mm-hmm. we just follow those and we, we stick to God's order. Yeah. Yeah. Sister Brittany says, You're right, Stephanie. I think the whole seduction thing for women is attracting and seducing my bad attracting and securing a relationship to make him stay, so to speak but God's ways are entirely different.
2: Yeah. It's like we 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 live on opposite. We we live on, we share the planet. I mean, you know, but we have to be completely opposite in the way we do things. Um, a lot of times it's... it's...
0: <laughs> Wimples. I want to see this guy's perspective. Jesus is our Savior says, I want a wife because the Bible said the women was made for the man and Mm -hmm. that it's not good for a man to be alone. I've been taking drugs from feeling so hurt inside by having no affection and neglect. Well, brother, I certainly pray that you overcome that, you know, that you get that victory in Christ to overcome that he's able to deliver you. He's able to set you free. Absolutely. You know, and, and uh, that healing comes from Christ. You know what I mean? It comes from Christ. Absolutely, and he has to prepare. Just as we were talking about earlier, how fathers make husbands and wives, he has to prepare men and women, yes, to be ready for that. Because he yes. he would he he you probably understand this already, but he would have to get that situated before giving you stewardship over a wife, yeah, because um, that's God's daughter, right? <laughs> so he's not going to give his daughter to mm-hmm. somebody that that is not equipped. Right, you know, but you can become the man that God is calling you to become absolutely just stick with it, continue to fast, pray, be prayerful, and uh, in due season, the Bible says, You shall reap if you faint not. So I believe, I know He's able, you know, and I believe absolutely that you'll keep able. pressing toward the mark.
2: Deliverance is the children's bread,
0: amen. It says, Uh, I do, but still, a wife is special. Adam was not okay with Eve, God thought it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, my bad. Adam was not okay without Eve. God thought it wasn't good. It gives the man something, a family he cherishes, to fight for. And there's a lot of things wives do for. Yeah, it gives Thank purpose. Mm-hmm. It gives purpose. And like you said, someone to fight for. When a woman is a gift, a man will fight for her. Mm-hmm. Technically, he should be willing to die for her.
2: hmm Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Man, so just some uh some really great conversation uh going on tonight.
2: Let day. me see something real My quick.
0: Oh yeah, I, I scrolled up a little bit. Praise the Lord. Uh let's get to this section. Sister Tatiana says it's a mindset. I agree. I do think modesty is a mindset. Because two people can be in the exact same outfit. and and and, uh give off two different type of you know flavors (laughs) this is true patricia says concubines a side chick yeah if you read the bible closely it's really only like three types i mean yeah you know (laughs) wives concubines and harlots patricia says children especially daughters receive and understand their identity from their father wow
2: What's Sister
0: Julie say to say? This is interesting. We Sister Marcia says, All right, this is gonna sound crude, but a lot of the hoes in college got married before all of the good girls.
2: Yeah, I don't know <sighs> race. They <laughs> I mean, maybe they got they may have got married before, but is it a successful marriage? Is it a godly marriage? Is it, you know real?
0: That's interesting because I mean, we we don't even have time to really get into this. We have to <laughs> we have to do this one another day. but yeah, those questions you asked, and then what what was their? what was their how did they conduct themselves with their husband because men and women get all that stuff out of their system you know they have these little phases i'm not excusing it you know people especially when kids go away to college and they you know a thousand miles away from your family and you know your parents and you mm. can do whatever you want but at the same time right it's like okay a lot of women are taught to go to college and yeah get a job but also that you might find your husband there Mm-hmm so it wouldn't surprise me if some of those women kind of like got themselves together and Mm -hmm. did what they needed to do to be a wife to that particular husband but i don't know i think everything is case by case but that's that's an interesting point that you make
2: (laughs) i just think you know what i mean we have to consider i would say consider the quality of the marriage like yeah, they may have gotten married soon or sooner than others or other or than the good girls. But is it a lasting marriage? It is, is it, you know, what type of marriage is the quality of the marriage, too? You know, wow, yeah,
0: yeah. Does yeah. the phrase nice guys finish last? I, you know, do nice girls finish last? That's something that maybe we can explore another time,
2: yeah, yeah. And I also think it's the same thing, like um, just because a a male can have can have a child, but it doesn't make him a father or he can Mm. reach a certain age, but that doesn't make him a man. You can get married, but that doesn't make you a wife or a husband. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah,
0: man. Mm. Sister Julie says, yes, that's true, because my dad didn't allow my sister and I to act silly or dress any which way. If we did, it was when he wasn't around and we were being disobedient. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. If you mm-hmm. got a real father, especially with a daughter, he ain't he going to cut because yeah. the guy knows the guy's perspective. Yes. So the guy is 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 raising his daughter mm-hmm. from the outlook of how, he, how knows he knows guys are.
2: Yes. Yes. And, and mama's too.
0: Right, and mamas too. That's
2: why they be like, uh uh-uh, uh, that little girl, she she's too fat. She ain't the one, son. <laughs>
0: right, right, right. <laughs> then it's like, you know, but that's how guys are. And then you can kind of see that. Yeah. You can see that because what it shows is that that woman has a covering mm-hmm. like that dad that's in her life, that's her yep. covering. Then when we get saved, you know, Christ well the the father is our covering head yeah yeah, he's the christ is the head right so and then you see that it's almost like it physically manifests itself because they are more covered Mm -hmm. in real life Mm -hmm. compared to maybe a woman that's not in that same situation yeah like literally in the way they adorn themselves they tend to cover more
2: i think they have more self-value too you know they value Mm -hmm. themselves differently right um that rejection piece a lot of times that starts from girls fathers
0: wow yeah. man
2: but that's another solid talk. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah that one goes deep
2: yeah absolutely
0: Money says wow I never heard that term spirit of a wife that's not like a real thing sister I was just kind of using that phrase <laughs> so I don't want everybody to get too caught up on that but I was just like the demeanor the character mm-hmm. of a wife yeah you can kind of gauge that a lot of times because they 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 just appear more sensible you know what i'm saying like you can tell that there's that there, you can tell that there have been some values that have been instilled mm-hmm. versus a woman and you're walking down the street and she's whatever way and you just like there are no values here <laughs> you know she's a
2: sensible girl <laughs> that's
0: funny um Julie says, hey amen, that's so true. My parents are still married with my mom, stayed with my dad after his stroke and has cared for him. That has definitely proven to me that marriage is through sickness and health. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. Them, them, That older generation has some stuff that we could glean from, you know?
2: Absolutely.
0: They weren't, they got, every generation, every person and every generation got some issues. Mm-hmm. But I think we should look look at what worked
2: their values those yeah yeah like your man bolder
0: yeah (laughs) praise the lord (laughs) so as the past says as a woman i'm learning the importance of having the quote covering of a father a father figure preferably a father in the lord based on our perception of the men in our lives we choose our see if i can find the rest of your comment Future husbands based on our perception. This is why it's important that we renew our minds when we come to the Lord. So our perception value is founded in him. Amen. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The renewing no of the mind.
0: Say Kanye wanted a big family. Kim didn't want more kids. You know, Brittany, Kim didn't want to move to my Wyoming. See all of these, see that, that's.
2: But she like, didn't want to play yeah. this
0: submissive wife role. That's wrong. what I'm about to say. Like,
2: yeah. I mean, hmm.
0: but you know, so I, much to that. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, him and her and who and everybody, we all need to get all get it together. Yeah. So listen, family, we can flush this out so much. I just want to kind of, uh, I just want to kind of, kind of recap and. Really just kind of start oh close how we started sorry. you know ladies, are you a gift or an object?
2: Right.
0: a gift valuable, precious yes given
2: mm-hmm. covered covered framed, yeah, you know, frame protected <laughs> yes
0: protected all of those different type of things. So if I could say anything else, (laughs) you know, um, some people, you just won't be able to control, but each woman has a choice as to how she wants to present herself. She can present herself as a gift or she can present herself as an object. And that really plays a huge role as to if you get objectified or not. I'm not saying it's Mm. a foolproof method. But what I'm saying is that if you carry yourself as an object, mm-hmm. then you will be objectified, right? You know. But if not, then hopefully you have a different outcome. Did you want to say any closing words, sister?
2: Um, I would. I just wanted to say that um, I came up with this, not came up with this, but um, our faith is our most attractive quality, like Christ and us, not necessarily how we adorn ourselves, or you know. Even our physical appearance or you know our shape and things like that. Um, so I I try to be mindful of that, you know. Um, when choosing certain you know attire, you know, you in certain trends and you know fashion, you know, but we are we are to be we are to be set apart and we are to be different, but I don't think that that means that we have to be frumpy at the same time, just like you're saying not carrying yourself like an object and you won't be objectified, presenting yourself as a gift, knowing that you're a gift, that you're God's handiwork and conducting yourself as such that demands respect. And you'll get it. You'll get it. Even if people be like, you know, I'm not going to deal with her. She thinks she this, she thinks she that, mm-hmm. but they still won't respect you Though they won't come at you in a certain manner. Um, yeah, okay. I have to practice that daily.
0: <laughs> Amen. So here. And the thing about it is it doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for real, for real. If you looking for a spouse, all you need is just one person to like you. <laughs> for real. You just I as just long as if you like, like them, you, the you right just like person. that one right person to like the you. Right person, yeah. But a lot of times we want everybody to like us. Yeah. And that's where that whole mm-hmm. that's where the whole immodesty stuff comes from is that. Folks want everybody to like, to them. like them, and uh, mm. that's really just us making ourselves an idol. Yeah. So, yep. I think we kind of flushed this out a little bit.
2: <laughs> oh man, keep got a, too there's, late.
0: There's, there's there's two two questions, man. Israel, we're gonna have to do a a whole different one on your question. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna come yeah. back to it another week, Lord willing. He says, "Does God choose your spouse, or do we?" Mm. And then he says. And how do we really know who God has chosen for you, man? So y'all
2: gave Greg some homework to do. Yeah,
0: that's that's something I, I really talk. ask a lot. So listen, thank y'all for hanging out with us tonight, family. Enjoy this discussion. I guess I'll see if I get some emails. Hopefully not. <laughs> but um, man, I think we already said our Forward closing them comments. To me. Oh, forwarding to you. Yeah, okay, so. I want all this <laughs> All right, I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's all we have in this Solid Talk family. I pray that you all have been blessed. God you all bless take you care guys. And be blessed. Good
2: night. <laughs>
0: Good night. <laughs> this
1: is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture, can't keep me in check, in from beginning gotta tell us what's next. True believers they can come and connect, call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. I keep it solid, I'm dropping knowledge, wisdom understanding just like you done went to college. Devil know we working, his goal is to try to stop it, helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it. Controversial topics, just to keep it honest, truth hit hard just like it's a blunt object, living godless, I can't even call it, we in the last days, Babylon is falling. Don't kill the messenger, I can't mess with ya, points got a plethora, this life will keep on testing ya, This walk and get the best of ya, I'm trying to tell you bruh, all the shell Shelby, we say we trying to get the rest Speaking of Speaking out loud and depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check, in from beginning gotta tell us what's next, true believers they can come and connect, call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. of the pages, the blood of Jesus covers all my sin and it erases. I plead it and believe it, so it covers all my bases. Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check. And from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect, call in, or even come as a guest and show each other respect. Try and keep my sanity amongst calamity. Social media, nothing more than narcissistic vanity. PC culture on a mission, and they try to cancel me, but I know Jesus